Okay, guys, I first I want to introduce what, what we're about to talk about. Um, this is a sort of a very special episode uh, of a very special after school special where we're talking to um, Charlotte, who is at the center of the Coco Briscoe drama that has been going on on TikTok for a year. And we're talking to her former roommate who Coco accused of assault. And we're gonna talk about some questions. We're, we're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna ask some questions, but we were just about, right before we started to record, I said that to get to this point where you guys felt comfortable talking about your experience, it took a village. It took an awful lot of people to be able to uh, brick by brick by brick start to take down this sort of reign of terror of this woman. You know, yeah. there were a yeah. lot of people involved, you know, so absolutely. And actually Coco's former roommate, me, um, she was actually the first person who made me feel not alone. So after all this started, um, she reached out, putting herself out there, like knowing that all this bad stuff was to me and uh left a message with the bar manager um basically saying hey just let her know she's not alone i went through similar with her um and gave her personal information and gave her cell phone number to a stranger the similarities between the different protective orders that we got it, they look almost identical uh except for the fact that thank god i was never assaulted um, but unfortunately, her old roommate was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when this started, this all started uh, probably like July-ish, June-ish last year, where it was June, beginning of June of last year. And it's when Coco started, uh, she was hooking up with this guy she referred to as the chef. And something happened where she claims he blew her off. And she yeah. ended up hanging out with somebody else from this bar. Now, she used to go to these bars and bring her first dates to these bars because she was new to the area and she knew the staff and she felt a little bit more safe there, which I which I get, which I understand. I think if you can find like a, a place that you go to for your first dates where the staff knows you, I think that's a really smart idea. It is a great idea. It's absolutely. a great idea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And she um, she gets... So she would take all these dates there. She knew the staff uh, and um, she ended up being friendly with this one bartender or, you know, we'll call him Nick. Uh, and he heard that she had been stood up on this date and he said, hey, why don't you come over? You know, I'm here. I'm watching the game. And so that was that was when it started. And so she went and from there, she, now, and that's where she claims she was set up. That Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to let you tell like the version of the story that's public. And mm -hmm. then uh, like, I can tell you what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Coco yeah. claimed that she was being set up by this guy, Nick, uh, because there was this group chat 
And this group chat was talking about her and making fun of her. And, you know, she's very good at weaponizing language. And so she would never say that the group chat was pre-existing. She made it sound like this group chat was created to talk about her and track her activity and where. Oh, she actually uh, posted a video that said the group chat was created for. So before she was naming any names or anything, she said, there's this neighborhood group chat about me. And that group chat was actually started towards the beginning of the pandemic. Like it had nothing to do with her. Mm -hmm. Um, It was amongst coworkers. Like that's a normal thing to do. I mean, it, it was co-workers and it was also like, cause I didn't work with the people at Rebellion. I only worked at mm. Celtic House, um, but like these bars are so close. They're like uh, at max, like three blocks apart. Um, LA bar was literally in the same shopping center as Celtic House and William Jeffries Tavern. I could hit that place with a baseball from standing in front of Celtic House. The furthest place away was William Jeffrey, or not William Jeffries, I apologize, uh, Rebellion, which was a block and a half away. So like these are all, and then it, it was a community, like our restaurant was a real Irish pub. Like, and that's what the, the group chat was for service industry people in that very specific area. And so yeah. she finds out about this, group chat from uh, somebody who just completely betrayed uh, everybody in the group chat by telling her about it. And it was apparently some guy. He Mm -hmm. posted his name. So I feel comfortable saying it. Um, His name was Joe. He, uh, he was in the group chat because he did, uh, he was the trivia guy for LA bar Mm -hmm. and um, I guess befriended her and showed her the messages, which we knew that he was showing her messages uh, for a week or two before he was actually removed from the group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was, that was that it was a, it was a guy named Joe. And so she got these screenshots of the chat and she posted as she does, she posts everything out of context. So she just posts certain chats and this, this one chat that she posted was of Charlotte letting the group chat know that Coco had just come in and she had been drinking that whole day, which they proved because Charlotte, because Coco had posted something on Instagram saying day drinking. And then the group chat date, uh, it, it aligned with the Instagram post. So we knew yeah. she had been drinking all afternoon. She went into Celtic House uh, late at night, but apparently this was right after something happened at LA Bar. Yeah. So kind of, I guess I'll kind of start from the beginning um, and tell the story. So she started coming around, and um, I recognize. Uh, so people were talking about. Uh, this this TikTok lady, TikTok lady, and it was from coworkers that I heard that, like coworkers who weren't necessarily in said group chat. Like mm-hmm. I think only two people, maybe three people from Celtic House were actually in this group chat. I think it was only two though. It was me, uh, uh, three, 
me, a former employee, and uh, our trivia guy. And our trivia guy uh, actually happened to be the one who introduced Coco to that neighborhood. And she's brought him up. And I think he made an appearance in one of her early videos. I'm not sure. I didn't watch it. But um, so I heard about her. And I had, you know, served her once or twice before, like gave her a cider. Um, but, uh, one thing that she claimed is that I ID'd her and I'm not saying this to be cruel. I'm not saying this in like a defamatory way. Um, like this woman is 40 years old. I didn't ID her. Like my policy is if you look 30 or older, I don't ID you. So I never ID this woman and this will come up later. So, uh, June 12th is the first time I found out that she was the TikTok lady. She had a like meet and greet over at uh, the bar across the street, William Jeffries. And the incident where she tried to get me fired was, I believe, June 26th. So this was a two week span that all of this stuff happened. So she was talking to the uh, kitchen manager from William Jeffries, the bar across the street. And she said, uh, and apparently posted a video saying like she had a date with him and he stood her up and he sent in the group chat text messages showing, um, yeah, I never stood this person up. I never had plans with her. And so that was like the first inkling that we got that, oh, hey, she's making stuff up for content. Yep. So that being said, she shows up to Rebellion. Um, Nick is there, I think, watching a game. And, uh, you know, she says she stood up. Nick has a 50% discount when he's off the clock um, at, on food and drinks. So he was very kind and picked up her tab. And that's where, like, Nick kind of got in the mess. Mm -hmm. um, how she says, I took her name off her ID or off her credit card, uh, backtracking off the ID, because sometimes it's the credit card, sometimes it's the ID and credit card. Um, that actually didn't happen. Um, she started a tab with a coworker friend of mine and got a little salty with him because he was calling her by her legal first name. And he repeated the story to me later and was saying how she was rude to him. And I said, well, what's her first name anyways? And he told me, and that's how I found out her first name and her last name is obviously posted on our TikTok. So we go forward a week, like a few of us are making fun of her. Like, I think at one point I said she was a crazy bitch. It was not the nicest of words. I will be the first to admit that I'm not the most tactful person. So it, um, you know, comments are made here and there. But again, this group chat is not about her. It existed for like a year before she even moved to the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So um, things start to go south. Um, this guy, Joe, shows her where she's made fun of and, and she starts posting to TikTok about it. This, of course, pisses everybody off because like it's not true. Mm -hmm. um the things she's saying like were we mean yeah like we're a mean group of people but I guarantee you if you look through that group chat you will find far meaner things that they said about me 
with me being in said group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we just busted each other's balls. Like it was that type of thing. Right. And I, so, I just want to, I want to interject here only because I want to make sure we get out because we're talking about this group chat now. And we, we talked earlier about how she weaponizes language. And one yeah. of the things she kept saying was they sh- they were following me around. They shared my yeah, location. No. Um, they spoke of violence against me. Now I've seen these texts. Yeah. And the, them to you. Right. And the line was, I good thing. So-and-so was here because I almost chose violence, which is the game oh, of Thrones I, quote. Yeah. The- I choose violence was mostly referring to like them day drinking. So Mm -hmm. I'm sober. Um, I um, am a recovering alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And um, so like all these people, you know, knew I was sober, but like when they were talking about choosing violence, it's like, yeah, I just did a zinger, which is like a Red Bull can with vodka in it that you shotgun like I'm choosing violence and like, it's these people drinking at like 11 o'clock in the morning. A lot of right. people in that group had some issues. Right. And then so taken out of context, taken yes, out of context, absolutely. but also what they meant was I, I, I needed a drink. I needed a mm-hmm. drink cause she was here and yeah. she took um, that one line and she built on that. And this is what yeah. she does is she takes these little nuggets of truth and builds a, a completely false narrative on it. Well, I mean, in the beginning, she's the center, Sarah. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, if you look at like the lies that she said, like she said it was a group of 50 men, which, by the way, there were not 50 people in that. When I Mm -hmm. filed my police reports, I pulled up that group chat. I showed them everything. Like, Mm -hmm. I never painted myself as a saint. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it was proven that that was made up. And also... I was in the group chat. Nikki was in the group chat. Yeah. Bonnie was in the group chat. Like yeah. all women she's gone after, like, which in since then, right. it was not a group chat of men. Right. And it was not a group chat of strangers. Like she right. knew these people. And, and that's a line that she uses very often, which is, I don't know these people. She said the same thing when she just made her videos about me. But I don't she know went her. on dates with three of them. She right. literally went on dates with three of the people from the group chat. She knew them. Mm-hmm. And So she, she posts these texts and she blurs out poorly the name of the bar. Now you had sent this text. She, now we're going to get to the night in question (coughs) where uh, apparently, go ahead. Um, so I want to like cut back to, so she finds out about the group chat and she starts posting about it. She was still coming into Celtic house. Like mm-hmm. I remember her coming in, she got a cider, she closed out on the one cider and it was just me behind the bar. And she had this like Cheshire cat grin. I knew that she Oof. saw what I had said. She knew that I knew she had saw what I said. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, she literally came in there to make me uncomfortable. And then, um, like the night of the screenshot that was posted, um, that woman, Bonnie, um, she was sitting at LA bar and she was eating a pizza. And I actually have a sworn affidavit, um, from Bonnie that I submitted with my evidence for court, um, that was, that was submitted. Um, so 
Bonnie was sitting down. Um, that guy, Joe, came over and talked to her. And I don't know if he was apologizing or what, but they were talking. And all of a sudden, Coco comes over with her redheaded friend that is featured in her videos uh, from around that time. Um, her name starts with an R. You know who I'm talking about. I do. So uh, they start screaming at Bonnie. Bonnie essentially just like says, we don't give a shit about you. We don't give a shit about you know, your TikTok, we just want you to leave us alone. Like we want nothing to do with you. Leave us alone. Go away. Mm -hmm. And I think Bonnie was particularly mean because apparently she made Coco cry with this confrontation, but it was a confrontation Coco started. Mm -hmm. Um, That day when I got to work, um, and again, this was another Coco trying to kind of intimidate me thing. She was drinking outside, but I'm a bartender. So I went behind the bar when I got to work. And she and her friends try and move to my section. They're calling my name. They're like, Charlotte, come give us drinks. Charlotte, come here. And I said, I'm not going over there and I'm not serving you. Have a nice day. Like, have a nice day. I'm not serving you. Yeah. And I just want you to go over. Now, I want to point out. So this means that her her dislike of you started before that, that text message. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Like it, uh, I had referred to her as a crazy bitch, uh, (laughs) which is funny. So, uh, the night or the morning that I did that. Yeah. So this is a pre-existing grudge. She didn't like you. And as soon as she got that chat, she, that message, she posted it. And so she had that confrontation with Bonnie And then um, around one o'clock in the morning, give or take 30 minutes, um, she comes barreling into Celtic house and acting like a lunatic, like knocks over some stuff and like runs out. Like that's where she was at. And so um, like I knew from the group chat that she had started stuff at um, L.A. bar and then Bonnie came up and told me in person that she had started stuff with her. You're also drunk. Go home love you, Bonnie, Mm -hmm. but go home. You're drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so she comes in and like, obviously with the erratic behavior, Mm -hmm. I record her leaving because I, a wanted a timestamp of the incident and B wanted proof that I wasn't serving her because Mm -hmm. of how intoxicated she was. Mm -hmm. Um, that's actually a liability, Mm -hmm. um, to have her in your establishment. And if you serve words have never been spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm talking more in a legal sense in which like, let's say she got hit by a car because she wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if she says the last thing I remember was being in Celtic House, I wanted to prove when she left. Right. Like, that type of thing. Uh So, um, and also, I was kind of being a bitch, um, and I'm not technologically savvy. Uh, The outfit she was in, she was wearing very wide leg trousers that, when she was sitting, kind of looked like a skirt, black long sleeve top, and a fedora. And all I could think in my head was, oh my God. And she was riding a vintage style bike. 
And all I could think was, oh my gosh, she looks like the neighbor from Wizard of Oz. Like, right. and I tried to stitch that sound on it, like sending it in the group chat, kind of trying to bring some humor to like the situation that we were all dealing with. Mm-hmm. And the music didn't stitch for some reason. But then I was like, okay, she's in William Jeffries, just like giving those people in the group chat that worked there a heads up. Mm-hmm. So that that was that. Um, she got a hold of that. And then um, came the incident where she chased me down. Um, I walked past her on a stairwell in Georgetown. And um, I was with someone and they um, told them, hey, that's the, that's the person that I've been telling you about, the TikTok person. And he informed me about uh, 15 steps later, uh, he was like, hey, she's chasing after us. And this was June 26th. Um, It was a Friday night um, and uh, she chased me down and calls my name. And so I stop and I say, hello, Coco, how are you? And uh, she starts screaming in my face, telling me I'm a crazy bitch, um, telling me what I did was illegal. And I know that Virginia is one party record, uh, one party consent state for Mm -hmm. recordings. Mm -hmm. So I didn't need her permission to record her. And I actually had a good legal reason to record her leaving my place of work Mm -hmm. because she was intoxicated. She should not have been on the premises Mm -hmm. and because she was going to a different bar. It's actually, if you look at the ABC website, they actually tell you that you should give other establishments heads up. If you see a a intoxicated patron entering their establishment that you have cut off. Right. Because I, I was not serving her. I was refusing service. So -hmm. that's actually listed on the ABC website that you should do that. So should I have done it in a more tactful way? Yes. Like, should I have stitched wizard of Oz music on a video of her riding around? No, like (laughs) it, it was unprofessional. It was shitty of me and I'm owning that. Also, and I'm sorry to cut you off. No, we are all adults. You know what I mean? Like we are all adults. There's going to be some point in time in life where, you know, we make mistakes or, you know, you make a mistake, or even if you go out of your way as she often does and acts a fool in public where people are going to see you. Mm -hmm. If you don't want people to see you like that, please conduct yourself better because there are going to be people out there that will make fun of that shit. And not to say that anybody should bully anybody by any means, but you have to have a level of self-control within you that doesn't allow for your reputation to be messed up.